Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. This will be season number two, and this is episode 147, I believe, or 48. Not sure, but it will be right on the uh, text when it's published. And this is going to be another one of my Walmart rants. Now, most of you who know me realize that like most of you, too, when we go to a store, we expect, one, to find what we want, to be able to shop without getting bumped into or pushed into aisles and not having skids in the center of the floor to trip over and shopping carts and bags, cashiers maybe, even those, and actually somebody every once in a while in customer service. Well... Over the last year, I have been bantering about the Walmart uh, in Shelton, Connecticut on Bridgeport Avenue. You know, it seems to me, maybe these corporate offices that have franchises or buildings should occasionally send someone out to make sure that the quality that they expect from their businesses is there. Now, Shelton, Connecticut, it's not like I'm picking on this any one particular, but this by far has to be one of the most disorganized, understaffed, uninformed staffs that I have ever encountered. Now, you have to remember, I have been in a Walmart everywhere from Holton, Maine, which is just south of the Brunswick border in Canada, all the way to down south of Carolina, almost out to the Georgia border. So I've been to a few of them, including some in Pennsylvania, Ohio, obviously Connecticut, Massachusetts. And by far, the average ones that I find out of the state of Connecticut are, you know, the buildings are much bigger. There's much, there's more products available. Um, the stores are set up with actual food, you know, food bakery. Uh, sporting shop has everything in it from fishing to hunting to shooting. Uh, automotives, some of them have, uh, you know, repairs, tires, alignments, whatever you need. And then the host of other items you're going to find. So, like I had been bantering about the last couple of months, my first banter started when I had gone into the Walmart in Shelton, not paying attention to the, you know, the stations where the clerks normally are. I went and, you know, I bought a lot of different things because I, you know, I was not in a rush, but I needed to get some stuff. I had a you know, fill up the house that week with some, you know, kind of what I consider secondary food. But, you know, I had I had a, a rough week coming on. I was going to be at work a lot. I just wanted to get this stuff done. Mistake number one, going after, after work, especially when you work 12 hours. And your patience is just about at the, the teetering point. So I go in there and I'm shopping around and I fill my carriage with, you know, quite a few things, probably over 50. 
I get to the checkout line and I'm going through it and I decided like an idiot, and I don't know why we do this and I don't know, you know, but I want to self checkout. Realizing that after like the third item, there were no damn bags. So I canceled the transaction and I put my stuff back in the cart and I went over to an aisle that actually had a live cashier, which there were two aisles active out of oh, seven, eight lines. You know, who knows where the hell the rest were. And the place was packed. I get there and I start, you know, putting my stuff on the <clears throat> conveyor belt. The woman's, it's going through the conveyor belt. The woman's doing her thing. And all of a sudden, I see my shit stacking up like the Empire State Building. And it's continuing to stack and stack. And so I figure, okay, well, maybe she's just one person. Maybe she wants me to bag. So I push the shopping cart in front of where my, my new um, mountain, like Close Encounters of the third, third Kind is being built. And I said, well, where are the bags? Oh, we don't have any. So I didn't know what to say because I'm looking at this stuff stacking up like the, um, you know, like I said, the, the mountain in um, Close Encounters of the Third Time. I said, well, just get some from another ca uh, cash register. I'll go over in there and get them. Oh, we haven't had bags for two weeks. How the hell are you so, uh, a freaking store that's worldwide and you don't have freaking bags? Holy shit. Really? So, now I'm halfway through this, all my stuff being, you know, going through the freaking checkout. So, I had to load my freaking cart up, which looked like a goddamn wheelbarrow. I press it out. Now, I have to dump all this shit into the backseat of my car, truck. Thank Christ. I got a big truck. I fill it the fuck up. I get home. It's a 40-foot walk from where my truck is. To the door. Now I got about freaking, I don't know, 50 items maybe. So after stacking myself up, dropping three or four things going to the front fucking doors, you know, screw this shit. So I went and I found a garbage bag that I had, you know, pull it out, fill it up. Three or four trips later, everything's in the house. So that really ate my ass. So I called up the Walmart corporate office in um, New York. Don't waste your time. Dumber than a box of rocks these people are. So they transfer my complaint to the manager in the Shelton the Shelton uh, Walmart. He'll be calling you in 24 to 48 hours. Two weeks later, I didn't receive a call. So I said, ask her, you know what? Hopefully it was a one-of-a-time event. Three months later, there's still no bags. So what I started doing is buying less and less every time I went to Walmart. Now, one would think 
now I'm trying to be logical here, and that might be my first mistake, is that you as a person, or let's say a business manager, somebody that's making money off people purchasing stuff out of your business, wouldn't like when people start buying less and less because there's no bags. Because people aren't going to carry all this crap to their car. Let alone the people that are that go in there that are actually disabled or older. So again, I call these people up there in New York who are about as helpful as sleeves on a vest. And about a month later, it got resolved. So what did they do? Do They got these cheesy paper bags. And to be honest with you, if you cut a, a, a six inch by six inch piece of their paper bag into a square and a six by six piece of toilet paper in a into a square and weighed them, I'm sure the toilet paper would probably be thicker than that thicker and heavier than these paper bags. So, every time you fill it up with more than a certain amount, the shit's breaking. Ripping, tearing, breaking. <clears throat> so, throughout, throughout the several months, I started noticing a lot of, I mean, <clears throat> just bad, bad business habits going on there. You go in there almost any time of the day. There's skids all over the place. I mean, you don't know if you're in a store or in a warehouse. What are these people doing? Um, I had one other incident, well, a couple other incidents. Well, my, my latest one, and I'll tell you what the other one was once I remember. I remember I went up to the, oh, you know what? I went up to the customer service. And there's this big freaking sign pointing to customer service saying, we're happy to make, we're here to make your shopping experience happy. Now this is, you got to remember, this is during, uh, you know, peak business hours, right? I get there, the damn thing's closed. So I said to the, the greeter at the door, I said, where the hell are these people? And he says, I don't know. So I kept that in my mind a couple days ago, the same thing. I went up there to talk to them about something. You know what I did? I, I had I have this big glass jar at home, and what I do is every time I go to a store and purchase, I, I fill it up with these coins, I, I, whatever change I have. Now, this thing gets to be about 20 pounds. So I, I remember seeing a coin counter there. So I said, okay, well, I, I pack these things up. I go there. And by the way, these, these, these coin counters, they're ripping your ass off now. It used to be like they wanted like 6%. Now they're up to 11.5. What the fuck's wrong with these people? You know? Um, so I get the slip. You know, it comes about 60 bucks worth of change. Okay. So I figure, okay, well, I'll go up to the customer service to cash, cash them out. Because quite honestly, I didn't... Uh, you know, I wanted to buy a few things, but not not sixty dollars worth. I mean, I just needed a couple uh, small things. I go to customer service, cashed out. They're not. They're closed. 
So, again, I turn around, and this was a different, uh, you know, uh, greeter at the door. I said, these people ever open? And she's all defensive. Well, we're trying to hire people. And I looked at her. And it's like, you can't be trying to hire anyone because there hasn't been anybody in this store for months. So she gets all snotty and defensive. But the point that I was trying to make, which she didn't seem to understand, and, you know, you know, I I really don't want to get into the, you know, the, uh, there's no way, polite way to put it, the educational level of people to work in the service business. Okay, I'm not going to get into it because it's not going to come out right. I mean, I'll come out right, but it's going to sound totally wrong and offensive. So I'm not even going down that damn road. But Jesus, you're trying to hire people. You be, this, this situation with the bags and all this shit has been going on for six months. You fall over the freaking skids because they're all over the damn place. The, the, the freaking shells are never stocked. The sport, you can't tell if the sporting aisle, the hardware aisle, and the painting aisle are the same aisles or not because nobody gives a shit. They just dump the crap there. You know? It's like, what the frick? So, my latest experience with these people, and the only reason I go to this one is because it's close. You know, I don't want to have to tra- travel a half hour out to go to a Walmart. So, this one's 15 minutes. I don't want to you know, spend an hour of travel time. I go there the other day, and I'm walking around, figuring, um, you know, I might need a cart for this. I walk to where the carts are. There's no fucking carts. And I'm saying to myself, well, wait a minute. Where the hell are all the carts? They're usually 200 carts. I mean, you know, let's face it. For most people, a cart is something important. You know, I mean, so what I did was I walked around the store and I eventually found one that appeared not to be used. I don't know if it was being used or not, but there was nothing in it, suffice it to say. So I take it and now I can shop because there's no freaking carts. Now, when you go outside and look in a parking lot, there's carts all over the freaking place. So where the hell's a person that's supposed to be getting damn carts? Don't know. So again, I open my mouth because I'm good at doing that. I say, hey, you got people coming in here. You got old people coming in here. You got people trying to shop coming in here. Where the frick's carts? Oh, we don't know. I mean... Maybe it is just me. I don't know. But one would rationally think, if you're an employee there and see no freaking carts, or watch people struggling to hold shit on their shoulders and in their hands and in their pocket, one might say, hey, where's the carts? Hey, better yet, where's the where's the knucklehead who's probably out there rolling a joint that's supposed to be picking up the damn carts and bringing them back in? 
And you know what kills me? It's not like back in the old days where they had to push a roll of 50 carts. Now they got these machines and shit. Where the hell's the carts? Now, mind you, I was in the store for probably 45 minutes, maybe to an hour. After I probably stole somebody's cart. There were still no carts. So, you know, this is what you're dealing with at this place. I mean, you know, you got, you find, you, you had no bags for five months. I mean, who orders for this place? You know, the, the, the freaking place looks like, it looks like a bomb hit it. I mean, there's sh- the, nothing, nothing stacked. You know, you got one or two clerks on a row of seven or eight. They, they want everybody to go through the self-checkout. You know, that's what that's why these places are not hiring people, because all of us turn into Walmart employees once we get into that store, because they expect us to take, take care of their shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's, it's kind of ridiculous. I mean... You know, it does make it somewhat easier when you have, like, plastic bags that aren't going to shred and your shit's not going to roll down a hill as you, as you go through the parking lot. Hey, how about at least having bags? How about having an aisle way where I'm not tripping over shit? And when I get to a shelf, I'd like it stocked. Not with air and empty space, but whatever should be there. When I go into the fishing aisle looking for whatever I'm looking for, or in the shooting aisle looking for whatever I'm looking for. I don't need power drills. I don't need, I don't need, um, basketballs or baseballs. They go somewhere else. And then try asking somebody where something is in that store. It's like somebody asking you for directions and telling them to take four or less, and they end up coming back right to where the fuck you are. So, with that being said, You know, maybe my next rant's going to be on Home Depot, because that, that one really needs a good kick in the nuts, too. So, maybe our next episode right after this is going to be the, the Home Depot rant, because you'll love that one. So, so I said to a lady on the way out, one of the greeters, you know, she's been there a hundred years, maybe more. She's, you know, she's, she's probably going to, when she dies, going to just fuck a mount a statue over there and put it there, you know. And nobody probably know the difference anyway. So, I said to her, I said, well... I said, do I get a percentage off if I, if I bring my wheelbarrow? So she looked at me and she goes, well, what do you mean by that? I said, well, am I going to get in trouble if I bring a wheelbarrow and wheel it through the store? She goes, why would you ask me that question? I said, well, one, for five months you didn't have bags, so I had to throw shit. I had to throw the shit in the back of my truck. I said, I came here today. There's no freaking carts. I said... How else am I going to shop here? I got no choice but to bring a freaking wheelbarrow. At least when I get the damn, I'll bring, I'll bring my damn ramps. I'll just roll it right into the bed of the truck. I'll go from to my house. I'll roll it down the damn ramps and roll it right up to my front door. And she looked at me like she didn't know what to say. Well, I wouldn't know what to say either if my store that big didn't have bags. People are falling over everything. Nothing's on the shelves. Employees don't know what the hell they're talking about. You don't have any employees at the cash registers, and then you can't find any carts.
because that makes my shopping, oh, that's right, and I forgot customer service is never open, and everybody's always on a two-hour lunch break. That's a, that's their that's their that's their catch-all answer. Oh well, this one's on a lunch break. That that's not a, so. And this this really gets my ass when it comes to like the ammunition or the uh, electrics. You know, when you want to buy something, they're locked up. Like one only one freaking person has a key. Really? Like you didn't have a store manager or that one on lunch too. Don't get it. I I just don't get it. I, I don't know how people come up with these business plans, but. Until then, this is Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast, and this was another one of those Shelton, Connecticut, Walmart rants, and I will keep ranting until they either fix their shit up or close down. I don't care which one it is first because it really doesn't matter, but if you go to the Walmart, like in Holton, Maine, Bluffton, South Carolina, um, what the hell is it? I want to say Buck Hills, Pennsylvania. Those are real Walmarts. They're real Walmarts. You know, you go in there, there's fresh food, everything there. You know, everything's always stacked. The floor's always clean. There's plenty of employees. They actually come to see if they can help you and know what the hell you're talking about when you talk about it. You know, I don't have to launch the the baseball and footballs out of the fishing or shooting aisles. Uh, I have carts, there's actually plastic bags, you know, those small things, those small amenities we, we expect when we go shopping, you know, but at that point, anyway, our next podcast will be on the Home Depot rant, the Home Depot in Derby, Connecticut rant, because this is another rant, you know what, and the reason I do this is just to just to let people know, and I hope throughout my rants, some of you either know employees or higher ups or something that work in any of these uh, businesses. But because I found quite simply by calling up their customer service for the corporate office, it doesn't do you any any good. So I have two choices: either put it out so people know the problem exists who may tell somebody, who might know somebody, who might know somebody, or to forewarn you before you go into these any of these stores and have a higher expectation of anything um, that you're probably not going to get your shopping experience. Because, of course, you're not going to find, you, you are not going to uh, find a customer service department that can help you, and neither are you going to ever find a call. Anybody in the corporate office is gonna, that's going to help you, they will not help you at all. They're, they'll just make your shopping experience a lot more worse than what it was unfortunately but it has to be put out there so you know if, if you're going to go to a walmart just divert from this one there's one i believe in uh i want to say i think it's milford connecticut there's one in uh Stratford, connecticut um yeah just divert and go to one of those i mean you know correct god I, I don't want you sitting in there like i do want to jump off a bridge or stab myself in the eye with a rusty screwdriver when i get done so until then, this is Mike Bouchard, the host of the Night Soccer Podcast, Season 2. I think this is Episode 147. Could be 148. Could be 150. I gotta look. But on that note, just remember, if you're in a dark place, dark alley, dark woods, dark place where you probably shouldn't be, always remember to check for a way in and a way out, because just remember, 
When you walk into a door, that door just now becomes the exit. And if you hear footsteps coming up from behind you, you might want to use the door or the window or by any other means. Not that I've ever had to use a window to get out of before, but I have in my younger days. Um, yeah, it's, a, you know, those boyfriend things. It's just, you know, it's always better to know where your back doors and windows are. Um, just telling you. Uh, until then, I will talk to you, and I think the next one, we will do the Home Depot rant, and then we will go back to our unsolved mysteries and uh, homicides. We'll try to catch up with some of these colder cases that have been solved over the last few years. We're starting to pick a lot of uh, cases now that have been solved uh, throughout the United States, which is good. Uh, we have a lot, unfortunately, that aren't. We have a lot of bodies that are unidentified. And like I always tell you, if you know something about a crime or have been a participant or a witness to a crime and you fail to act, you are just as guilty as the person that committed the crime itself. So don't fool yourself and go to church every Sunday throwing holy water on yourself thinking that you're abstained from what you did because you know what? It doesn't work that way. You can't rob one day, go to church, tell God you're sorry, and then rob another day and go back and say you're sorry again because you know what? doesn't work that way. Just saying. But until then, I will see you later.